evening, godless sodomites. Welcome to the Excommunication Station. I am your host, Chaz. I'm joined by Chrissy and Donovan. How are you guys? Good. Good. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Eagles won yesterday. Eight and one, baby. Ooh, nice. Uh, Sports. Miami lost. Go Birds! They did. Miami had a bad week. Yeah. So did my fantasy team. I really, I'm losing I'm so badly. It's yeah. all right. It's... Donovan's out of his depth. No, I was checking my phone. What? Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, with that, we need to ask forgiveness. Reach out, touch face. I have one. Go ahead. Beep. All right. So, you know, I went on that cruise. <laughs> and I, oh yeah, dear Heavenly Father, all in one, three in one, shampoo, conditioner, and salvation. body wash. <laughs> you can do all three shittily. Anyway, Jeebus, uh, please forgive me for being uh, a little bit aggressive about winning the Harry Potter trivia on the ship. Hell yeah. I get weird about stuff like that, but. That's awesome. Look what this girl got. My very it? own carnival medal. Oh, snap. Wow. Yeah. Nobody has one of these. That's the aft of the ship. They mm-hmm. give you the aft hole of the ship. Yeah, because I it it tracks. That tracks. I am an aft hole. <laughs> but it says on the back that does it say choose fun? Choose fun. Oh, it doesn't it's not engraved like Harry Potter whatever. Right. No, and I tried dipping it in the bathtub to see if it sang a mermaid song, but it didn't. Ah, so I don't know what else to do. You're, that was amazing. Wear yeah. it against your <laughs> wear it against your skin for a couple hours and see if it turns green or your. Oh yeah, mixed. yeah, yeah. I, no, don't burning. do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does look like an old cross medallion from like Dracula. <laughs> it does. It does. It's kind of yeah. It's where it's did your cruise go? My, did you go to it Transylvania? To, yeah. It went to Transylvania, Istanbul, and then swooped down um, right past. Um, yeah. No, That's Istanbul. why she was pissed because she thought she was going there. And then yeah. like, this is Istanbul. Not Constantinople. <laughs> why did they change it? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, just like it better that way. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> Don- Donovan, you have one? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or did Forgive I not me finish? to do this, amen. Okay, um, but I did get a cool treat. Hell yeah, I am man! Highly reinforced by little shit like this. <laughs> little affirmations. Yes, just, oh, thank just, you. just a little treat. Just a little, little treat. Just a little something. Um, dear Papa Bear, please forgive me for the the uh, way that we arranged our living room when we rearranged recently, because. Uh, last night, I'm sure my neighbors were very entranced by our TV, which is fully in view by our window, which I forgot. And I watched X last night, and there's a lot of sex in that movie, and a lot of uh, naked old women grinding on stuff. So wait for a second there, I thought you were talking about like the Vin Diesel. 
Triple X? Yeah, for a second. I was thinking, I was just like, if I ex- think I saw that. Method <laughs> Man? Is Method Man in that one? <laughs> the one where they go to the Ukraine? Oh. <laughs> With the purple muscle car? <laughs> oh, please. No, Take the family ahead. to Gaza. Uh, but yeah, maybe now Vin I, Diesel can solve it. Yeah, now I know what you mean. The uh, the horror movie. Yeah, X with yes. Pearl and uh, yes. both Mia Goth. I watched yes. that last night with uh, Kid Cudi and stuff. And there's a lot of sex in that, man. And I was like, usually I don't care. But then I just, I got very uh, like aware of the window behind the couch. Get and I'm like, out of my fucking dome. Ah. I, do this and I just got so really much. uncomfortable. And there's a shot where one like the uh, Pearl's old husband goes to check to see if her his missing wife, Pearl, is at the little mm-hmm. boarding house. And yeah. Kid Cudi's there naked. Mm-hmm. And then they show a silhouette. And he's just gonna big dick. And I'm like, ah, man. Oh, yeah, that was a great movie. <laughs> the movie's great. This is I fucking loved it. But please forgive me for probably just scarring my neighbors. I hope I didn't have any families going for walks last night. Yeah, <laughs> shouldn't be yeah. looking in your windows. That's their fault. That's what. That's if my. If someone's bending over and you take a peek and see their butthole, whose fault is it? The peek. There's for looking. They're staring back at yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. It's the peeker, not goddamn the one who business. got peeked. <laughs> And not that I feel comfortable without my underwear on and just a t-shirt. <laughs> just poo bearing it up. Yeah. You do what so, you yeah. want in your own home. Uh, <laughs> de- dear crunchy salty mm. peanut buttery umami. Shake and bake. Jesus. <laughs> I would like to ask forgiveness for not praising you more often uh, because because what? yesterday yesterday good good lord I was I was looking for a lighter and I knew I had dropped one in my car mm. and I uh I was looking around and I lo and behold I stuck my hand underneath my seat Uh-oh. trying to pull my lighter out uh-oh. And I pulled out an old vape pen that I had lost a long time ago, and it still had juice in it. I just want to praise him. I just want to praise and, him. Oh my God! Can I get a witness? Can I get a? Can I get amen. an amen? Was amen. it charged still too? It was still charged. What? I. This I is like Stoner Monica. And then I reached my hand back under the seat. And found my lighter. That's a God is good. I mean, honestly, God all is the time. A miracle. All the God time. And all the time. God is good. God is Remember good. that. All the time. Remember that. I praise you. Might you be able, you might yeah. be able to get canonized over this, like they yeah. did it for Mother Teresa. Yeah. So they'll do it. Well, or, I yeah. mean, Th- thank well, you, baby Jesus. People. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Crunchy Baby. Uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> And I praise you, and you're the only reason that happened. And thank you for shining a light on me and just taking it away from someone else that might have needed it at that moment. There was nothing more uh, important going on. Chase. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. He yeah. he saw yeah. a white guy in need. He swooped. In. He swooped in. He swooped in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> He's nothing if not predictable in that way. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right. 
Oh, uh, he's just sitting well, up we- there looking at all the tragedy. He's like, man, I really wish something would happen to a white dude right now. Yeah, I really need to look occupied. Like, I'm really trying not to go back to my hometown. There's some girls there. I'm trying not to run back into, if you know what I mean. Yeah, right. Every time I get a call, I'm like, look, busy. Gotta find something. Yeah. Told her I was home is a mess right now. I do not want to step back in there. Let's just let's just travel the globe. Let's see what's going on in America. Yeah. Gotta uh, take care of everyone else. Good time for a problems. gap year, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Oh. All right. Well, with that, go watch Supernatural. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what happens in that. <laughs> Josh Harris still allowed out in public. He's a liar and madness. Not to mention a cock, but where is he now? Oh, okay. Sorry. my I was spacing out there for a second. No, you're cool. You're good. There's a lot going on right now. It's all right. It's all right. Not that I was reading your tabs or anything. Hey, um, asshole! Shut up. Shut up. I was doing the same thing. I just went, okay, well, let me clarify. Daddy Live HD is free TV. See? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I definitely... But, no, hold on. Look, on I'm going to prove myself. De- nope, look, look, I see? don't want to see look, this. Look, 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 Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network. Guys, it's, no, it's TV. I, I promise. What are you I don't doing? Want you to keep I don't want to see oh, this on no, the bottom. Don't show you. me this. I'm showing you. Okay, no. You. Do not want to see this. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. All right. Uh, well, with that, uh, um, we're gonna see what's up with Josh Harris again this week. Don't look at All the right. dark web links. Yeah. Yeah. God. Um. So we last week we did uh, Daddy Boss Love with Donovan and I, Chrissy. We just want to hear your thoughts on it real quick, and then we're gonna do the next thing. Donovan's gonna play a video for us real quick. Okay. So let's just recap. I I don't know. If everybody listened to last episode, I have not listened yet. Please don't judge me. Um, judge. So the, let's Shame. just judge. Shame. Eh. Shame. Shame. <laughs> Add it to the list. Um, <laughs> How dare you go on a cruise? I know, right? Uh, <laughs> it will teach me. Uh, so this this podcast, this is his new podcast, correct? Yes. Yeah. With two friends. Yep. Uh, well, yeah, I don't even I'm going yeah, to associates. Like, yeah, I'm going to say that associates or acquaintances. So okay, where they riff back and forth about being single fathers is and, this correct? And, and bosses, meaning like they're trying to be entrepreneurs. Yeah, and love. And they want just, and and the love is the part like they want to get laid. Yeah, basically mm-hmm. with business in a smart and business way. Sorry, that's from the Muppet Christmas Carol, and I thought Donovan would have picked up on it, but I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention to what you were saying. Business. <laughs> you do have to actually wait a second, guys. Can we agree we have to pay attention to each other during this podcast? Yes, yes. I'm sorry. Sorry. I, I, look, here's what's gonna happen. No, I've I'm been sorry. spacing out too. <laughs> I've been right. doing it too. Can we I all admit focus. that we're honestly just looking at the screen that I'm sharing? Is is that yes. what happened? Yes, okay. Yes. Because yes. <laughs> those okay, are very okay. bright I, silver letters. Okay. I'm focused. Go. <laughs> all right. So I can't think of um a podcast I'd like to hear less than a bunch of fucking whiny elder millennial Gen X dads who didn't mm. do shit 
-hmm. raising their kids, complaining that it's hard for them to find a new lady who respects their boundaries and wants to be a boss babe and pay for everything and fuck them like porn stars, but also wear long skirts so they don't look like whores. Like, come on, bro. Shut the fuck up. That's why we're Nobody cares. This is why we asked you for your opinion, because this is the best. (laughs) At what point does this man, this white man, Mm Shut the fuck up and sit down and listen for a little bit. Like, what do we have to do as a society to facilitate men like this to learn to shut the fuck up for even like 10 minutes? Because we've all met that dude. We've all met a dude like that who literally just loves the sound of his own fucking voice. I feel like I'm being judged. Well, I, yeah, as I say this out loud, I'm like, yeah, she says on as her a white podcast. Man. But like, we all know guys like this, especially in the church, who are just convinced that everything that comes out of their mouth is a profound thought that needs mm-hmm, to be right. heard. Yeah. And I promise you it's not. Yeah. At yeah. all. Especially since he's been given the platform to do so multiple times and failed miserably. Yeah. Hey, try yes. a new hobby. You imagine stepping up to not... bat and then swinging and hitting the umpire in the head, and then them be like, "All right, go again." Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and can you listen to an hour of me telling lame jokes about how hard it was for me to hit you in the head and still get up and bat again? That's <laughs> that's who he is. Hold on, hold on. Can you give me money for this? Yeah. Hey, give can, me money we... for me to tell you how your head can feel better after uh, I hit you. <laughs> um, go, yeah. Let's do a GoFundMe for a book about uh... my experiences and how hard it was for me to hit you. Right. And then the umpire writes a book about how hard it was for him. And then he comes out and says, hey, I swung the bat a little too hard and it reverberated up my arm. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) let me do a tour of our hometown to get, you know, right as your book comes out. Just to remind people, I'm a good guy. Yeah, really, yeah, I really hope we hammer in this home. (laughs) Yeah, we we commented last week that uh, that there's definitely something going on between this going back and his Mm -hmm. ex-wife's book coming out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, he had to act so. as his own flying monkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can't told, just, I, again, can't sit, like you said, can't sit still and in, no. in, in, the, in the silence. Yeah, yeah. That's, opportunity. All. that's all. That's all he has to do is like, hey, I hurt people. Maybe I need to take a step back hmm. and stop trying to tell people what to do because it seems like at, he doesn't have a great history with that. Mm, no. Nope. Um, I don't know. One funny thing that did happen with it, though, I told Chaz is uh, when Chaz made the post about it and he tagged the other two hosts in it, one of the hosts actually liked our post, but then quickly Uh-oh. unliked it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty funny. And he's a marketing dude. So that made me chuckle even more. I was like, bro, you're supposed to be into like marketing. Read what you're liking. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He was just like, oh, they mentioned us. Yeah. Oh, wait, they mentioned yeah. us. Right. Hey, we're people are recognized. Wait, what? Yeah. Hold on, uh, hold so, up. so Donovan uh, wants to play the next video really quick, and then we're gonna comment on it. Chrissy hasn't seen this yet. No. Uh, Donovan, and I, I believe, riffed on it a little <laughs> bit. Uh, yeah. Uh, talking back and forth, but go ahead. This was on his Instagram from last month. Would you hire someone to show up at your funeral and confess all your deep, dark, unspoken secrets? Oh. I was walking through my neighborhood. And I see this sticker on this stop personalconfessor.com. So I look it up and guess what it is? It is a service where you can hire someone 
to show up at your funeral what? and say all the things that you never said while you were alive. I imagine this could be expressions of love, but it could also be confessing deep, deep dark secrets Guilt, that maybe. you now want your family and friends to know about. Another hilarious thing that they list as a service is that they will show up at your house after you die and get rid of any items that you don't want other people to find. Like evidence? What kind of weird ass kinky things? Do these of course that's where your mind goes, you sick Collect of people's homes. <laughs> so strange. Have you ever heard of this before? Really wild. If, you, if anyone knows someone that does this, I want to interview them on my podcast. Neighborhood, he's walking me up. Anyway. Yeah, or you could just do the work yourself and email the website. No, get some, he's, you know, just yeah. farm out that labor. Yeah. Um, Thoughts? Someone else go. So, so I, I think, <laughs> okay, first thing, for somebody to hire somebody post-death to show up at a funeral to drop truth bombs a stranger a stranger a stranger to yeah to drop <laughs> shitty ass truth bombs and like earth shattering shit uh is a human piece of shit like you shouldn't be doing that no um, no 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 uh i'm not saying <laughs> that we should exalt shitty people when they're dead or or, or uh, uh, you know but uh at the same time i get kind of the second part of going into somebody's area and stuff and getting rid of things that aren't crimes um but like clear, I'm glad clear you my put search that in history there. yeah right. <laughs> um but i feel like this is more of a confession mm-hmm. than anything for him <laughs> like um, what of what <laughs> well i don't think confession. he's so yeah i don't think he's so much interested in the confessing at the funeral because that's the last thing josh harris would want um he it's the hiding stuff it 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 would it would totally destroy his image and he can't handle that pre and post death my my thing that he is obsessed with is the fact that he wants somebody anonymously that doesn't know who he is to go into his shit and get rid of certain things um yeah okay that would destroy his image yep Yep. And that's okay. That's what, okay. That's where my brain was at because it's like, of course he was intrigued by the concept of this. Of course he was because it has a lot of the earmarks of, of the death cult, the evangelical Mm -hmm. death cult of like, what will happen after I die? Like, can I, you know, yeah, Yeah. it's all about storing up those treasures in heaven and maintaining that image and, good people go to heaven blah 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 but then when it comes to like oh also we hide your porn yeah that i mean well he yeah, also we guarantee, documents guarantee you um <clears throat> josh duggar would have also been intrigued by that right. concept yeah and it that, just yeah yeah i i think he's too if much you have of a something nar- if you have something so bad that you can't tell your family or friends about and you're so embarrassed of it, maybe you shouldn't do it. His mind quickly jumped to kinky stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe if you're that embarrassed of something, maybe don't do it. It's okay just to not do things. I I think he's too much of a narcissist to Mm. exist in a world where his 
image is tarnished uh, and he's more intrigued with yeah. getting rid of stuff than so than much strict control. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think I was, I may have been listening to it wrong, but I thought he was also saying that there was a there was a, a way where you can just tell these people on your deathbed and then then not tell anybody. You're just confessing to them. I think he also said that that was a thing, and that's where my mind was going. Where he was just like, "Oh, cool, a service where I'll finally be able to wipe my mind and my conscience clean by confessing to somebody." It's you called a priest. Mean? But he, but or a therapist. But you or can't do that to somebody who might, you know, call a cop. <laughs> no, no, no a therapist has dying. a therapist has far more restrictions on them about revealing right. patient information than, um, like I some random like, internet people. I just yeah. feel like he wouldn't. He wouldn't trust that being the man he is. Yeah, I. You know what I mean? Where he sort would of, like, yeah. but I mean, you have less trust with a with somebody business with that's where their job. I'm agreeing with you. I'm he's saying he's stupid enough to think that that's a viable <laughs> option. I'm not saying yeah. it's smart. I'm saying he's dumb enough to be like, oh, I could always do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I just wonder how many letters he's written and burned and been like, my hands are free of it. Oh yeah, for of, sure. Sort of thing. Absolutely. <laughs> what a gem. Anyway. So, yeah, I just I I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was uh, part confessing, part opportunistic, uh, where he was just like, "Hey, come on my podcast," you know. And it's just like that was another thing uh, that cracked me up at the end. Yeah, of it, where he's just like, "Oh yeah, by the way." <laughs> yeah, but he's just I so love... fucking horny, dude. All his posts yeah, are it's always sex. it's so Daddy. scratch it under the yes. surface, and it's yeah, it's that Daddy. Guy. boss it's like... dad. It's that Love, whole fucking it, none of it older, sounds good. Right. Yeah. It's like that older dude at church that always made weird jokes and always fucking made weird comments that and was always, always hugged sexual. you for too long. Yeah. But you always... couldn't say anything because then it's rude. So you have you to know. just endure these really too long hugs that are hip to hip. Yeah. Like brother in forward. <laughs> yep. That's that it's it's totally that vibe. It's totally a yeah. youth pastor vibe. Yeah. hundred mm. percent. And I, I don't like him. No, no. I, just, uh, I, I hope he's listening to these. Yeah, I hope that he's got it. to him because yeah, <laughs> he's blocked us. There's he's, no he knows way. who we are. And if he yeah. listens to these now and he's just good sitting at home in front of the fireplace with a glass of bourbon. And at the yeah. last one where I was like, I just don't like him. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with that, we need to do the most important thing, and that is to pray. So hold in the person next to you and bow your head. And if you're driving, let Jesus take the wheel. Where does this love begin? In our own family, in our own home. How does it begin? By praying together. Family that prays together stays together. And if you stay together, you will love one another as God loves each one of you. Today, the world, in the world, is so much suffering because of that one of prayer, of unity in the family. So today, when we are together, let us make one strong resolution that we will bring prayer in our family, that we will teach our children to pray and pray with them. And you will see the joy and the love and the peace that will come into your hearts. Because the fruit of prayer is the deepening of faith. And the fruit of faith is love. And the fruit of love is service. And the fruit of service 
is peace. Works of love are works of peace. Today's episode uh, in series uh, is not being taken over by me. It is taken over by Chrissy. Hi. Chrissy is taking the reins uh, for the next couple to talk to us about the late, great, Hmm. beautiful, transcendent, (laughs) holy woman of holy women. Should be unscathed, un yeah. uh, above reproach. You can call her a sex symbol, Chaz. I know you're oh, trying yeah, not I to, mean, but she is. She I is. Often, you seen those eyes? I often look for she Mother Teresa weird... uh, cosplay. You know, I the bigger the tits, the better. Uh, so. <laughs> That's a weird little tag you got saved from Pornhub, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I've already told you I use X hamster X hamster. So let's not even Hey, they have up. age verification. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not. <laughs> yeah. You just gotta click that box. You know, it's important. Anyway, important. uh Chrissy Get on your shit covering, porn hub. Yeah. Chrissy is covering Mother Teresa. Yeah. Okay. So let me just start this off by saying I'm going to be harsh about Mother Teresa. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's not like us at all. I know. And even the fact that I have, I feel like I have to apologize about that tells you how above reproach this woman is in so many different, I I didn't feel bad about, I I didn't feel the need to apologize for all the ripping we did on Pat Robertson. Um, But for some reason she gets a pass and it's something that's worth looking at and scrutinizing because I don't think she should. Well, that's, that's, Um, I think the fact that you felt the need to apologize at all is definitely the biggest indicator that we're doing the right thing. Maybe. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. Cause that's the, um, that's like in the subconscious of culture is that like mother Teresa, she's such a saint. You can't make fun of her. Don't be disrespectful. But I have a feeling by the end of this, we're going to be like, she's, she, she sucked dick. <laughs> no, she was so, I don't think she did. Um, well, I, I just want to say that I know, <laughs> like growing up, I I know next to nothing about Mother Teresa because she mm-hmm. was Catholic and mm-hmm. Catholics are all going through hell. So all her works are inconsequential and don't matter. So I, it didn't. You just hear I the did, news, you're like pointless. Yeah, it's pointless. <laughs> See, next, yeah, I, I'll get into that. Channel. I'll get into that in a minute, but no, she got a pass at for me for everybody was always willing to look past the fact that she was catholic yeah because she was so good but really what she is is good at marketing and good good at selling the idea of charity and the idea of helping rather than actually helping which Ah. is fantastic business but not great for actually (laughs) doing anything to help people um also i hope you know joke you know we joke we joke but a lot of the um 
well, the fans and the critics of Mother Teresa get real misogynist about it. Um, what do you mean? Well, she had a great I ass. I know. <laughs> talking um, about Mother Teresa? <laughs> like That's who I'm talking about whenever I say that. <laughs> Christopher Hitchens, the guy who made the, the documentary Hell's Angel, he's a, like, if you look up any sort of criticism of Mother Teresa, he's there. He's there. Um, and that was my first introduction to any criticism of her. Uh, but he also, you know, his, his documentaries are not bulletproof. He has some issues, but he also raises some valid points. Um, but he also called Mother Teresa a thieving, fanatical Albanian dwarf. What? So nice. Yeah, it's like the bingo card of racism and misogyny. So, yeah. well, you know what? So did my mother-in-law about me. You're not Albanian. That's what she called me. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he was accidentally doing a porn search and and forgot to take that out. Oh my God, speaking of... Okay, so I couldn't remember this exact quote. It's like, these is my confessions. (laughs) So I had to... This exact quote, I had to Google search uh, Mother Teresa Hitchens uh albanian dwarf oh god but my 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 google changed it to hutchets like from the guy from in excess don't 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 put that in the eye that'd be great oh yeah (laughs) and there's the uh there's the cover yeah mother Teresa's like the devil inside inside." (laughs) that's good that's real good i love that that's going to be the song for the cover right now. The <laughs> okay, so we all, we remember the, all the videos of her. You saw the videos as a kid of her, like, helping yeah. the poor and the needy, the uh, surrounded by, like, that unbelievable traumatic poverty and kids with, like, the flies on their faces <laughs> and all of that, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so I was always taught Mother Teresa was the epitome of compassion. Mm-hmm. She just picked up her cross to follow jesus and even though she was a filthy catholic idol worshiper she seemed to be a person who was above reproach preach um (laughs) i cannot stress how anti-catholic my school was Um, oh yeah like they really did not like catholic like really did not um and even there she was you you could you could talk about mother Teresa, and it wasn't it didn't immediately devolve into well you know the pope likes to sacrifice little boys to su- the sun well yeah <laughs> you know like you do well it's not like right. we just didn't cover jack chick and like all his <laughs> like it was it was it was definitely the same the same type of stuff mm-hmm. but i i get i i get what she's saying though too 100 because it was the same thing it was very confusing to be able to talk about her very openly and all the good she did, but then every other Catholic was a fucking monster. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pedophile and, it, and idolater. Yeah. And to be like, follow her example, but like, but isn't she? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's because I I genuinely think she sold. She saw how to sell an image and She's to like, sell the idea of charity. Um, this isn't in the script, uh, but I remember it from my notes. Uh, Several people said that if she helped one person, she told the story a thousand times. Mm. So she was able to do a little bit and magnify it a lot. She would have been like okay. one of those people on TikTok giving homeless people sandwiches. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. And then taking it was it back very performative. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, like her soup kitchen. my lunch. Give it back to me. <laughs> I, when I was a kid, I thought her soup kitchens fed like the entire slum of Calcutta and that Calcutta itself was just an entire big old slum. You just made um, me realize the only reason I know the the place of Calcutta is because of her. Yep. I just remember she that. put it on the map in a bad way. Yeah. And there's a there's a, a Rupe Chatterjee who's another fellow who really does not like Mother Teresa. He who is he, he grew up in Cal. His name's Arup Chatterjee. Okay. okay. He's um, we'll talk about him more later. But he grew up in Calcutta, and he okay. was a doctor, and he volunteered with Mother Teresa a bit, and then realized that people in America only know Calcutta now as a slum because of her and got a little mad about it. Right. Uh, he also yeah. was a little mad about all the, you know, abuse he saw in the, the home. Thank your sources. Uh, Thank your sources. <laughs> sure thing. Sure thing. I will. <laughs> um, uh, anyway. So do you guys have other memories of mother Teresa that you want to throw in? No. I, I just rem yeah, I just remember the uh just the commercials and mm -hmm. not really thinking anything of them because we weren't really allowed to. So like you yeah. could dress up for her at, at um Halloween Hell House at church yeah. and totally get away with it. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just a bunch of hospital towels around your head. Yeah. But <laughs> I just I my that's border. <laughs> that's basically the uh yeah, the the gist of it for me too. But I just thought that she was a good person, though. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I thought that she was me too, really cool, and that she helped all these kids and stuff. And I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna lie. There was a part of me uh, inside where I was like, I wish somebody would help me like that. You know what I mean? And so that's another no, reason don't. why I, I hope that she was real. You know what I mean? Like this yeah. is cool. Maybe one day somebody like that will help a kid like me or me in particular. So yeah. I always just hoped that it was real. So can't wait to have this fucking dream broken. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, you know, I didn't put this in the script, but another hard thing to think about in all of this is, you know, I I did missions trips mm -hmm. in in college mm -hmm. and in high school, and sitting back and having to face the absolute cringe and horror show of the white colonialist like i'm the white savior savior here to help you come here faceless children take a picture of me so i can send it to my donors not uh, the best i've ever felt in my life i'm gonna tell yeah. you still working on that one so reading about all of these volunteers who show up and are using dirty hypodermic needles to, on dying people mm -hmm. it doesn't make me feel good and it, the no. whole white savior narrative doesn't make me feel good. And there's a lot of that running through this. Yes. Um, so yes. yeah, it's, we're, it's going to be fun. Let's, let's have some fun. I can't wait. Okay. So mother Teresa was absolutely a religious extremist. Absolutely. Her views were dogmatic, fundamentalist, and really cruel. She reveled in the suffering of the poor and actively enacted policies in her missionaries of charity that increased suffering and disregarded the dignity and safety of the inmates of her charitable homes. That's their mm. word, not mine. That was their word? Yeah. 
what the fuck? Yeah. I thought you put that in in quotes to be like, because that's what they were. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> their word, not mine. That's the volunteers mm. who have come out to criticize. That's the word that they use. So Damn. cool, right? Yeah, yeah not cool. She, <laughs> she She consciously built herself a brand. And the idea of charity was more important than actually helping the quote unquote wretched destitutes she was called to save. Again, oh. her words, Ooh. not mine. Oh, Isn't man. it lovely to think that someone there to help you calls you wretched? I'm just, my mind. I know is it also... has an old, old school uh, meaning too, but it's still not great. Right. My mind, it, right when you said it, my mind started like going through the Rolodex of all the sermons you hear. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Like God, until God saved me, I was wretched and weak. You know what I mean? So she, she took in millions of dollars. I, I don't know how many, because there has, I cannot find any information about any sort of scrutiny into the finances. Mm. Um, people have asked numerous oh, times sure. and the charity has declined. Um, so she and she took money from some pretty pretty heinous heinous fellas. Oh, um, shockingly, I know. Her image was incredibly crafted, uh, so much so that her the white sari and with the blue stripe that you could wear to the Halloween Hell House, um, that was trademarked by a pro bono lawyer. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Of you course. For free. You do this for free, or you go to hell. You do this for free, you go to hell. <laughs> she allowed poorly trained staff and volunteers with no background checks to interact with extremely vulnerable individuals with the predictable abusive results. Yeah, of course. Um, she didn't allow the charity to buy or store excess food, and they depended daily on God to provide what food they had. What? Okay. Yeah. So people are paying for these charities. They're supplying these charities with funds. And instead of using the funds to buy food, she's like, Meh, God will give them what they get. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what yeah. are you doing with the money, Mother Teresa? Don't oh, wouldn't you like to know? Don't you fucking money. Yeah. <laughs> shut I like your new car. <laughs> He's a fiat. You shut up. <laughs> this is, and, and this is also a woman that it's claimed that when she died, her only possessions were two saris and a bucket. And I'm like, bitch had millions. Shut she's like, up. She's like, just kidding. I have I have no saris to give. <laughs> yeah, the bucket was to poop in. I don't know if that's really what it was. Um, she, so yeah, she'd taken millions for her charities, but wouldn't buy food or allow a charity for the Same. destitute and to no store food if they had extra. She reveled in the suffering around her. And people I, there, I, there's are no watching explanation it. to me. And no one other than suffer stopping yeah. the money. And they're just like, mm, the money's not going to the people. Give her more. <laughs> Maybe uh, she's just not getting enough. Throw more. <laughs> can you okay? So she is quoted as saying, Donovan, you got your MT voice ready? Okay, yeah, yeah. Um suffering is nothing by itself, but suffering shared with the passion of Christ is a wonderful gift, a token of love. Yeah. It's wonderful. I, um, yeah. That that sounds not, not so much. What's what? I that sounded beautiful. That was up there um, for me with uh January embers. 
My heart oh my god yeah you. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um shockingly for someone who worked in slums and also uh red light districts in slums allegedly uh she was oh, super she, super wait, anti-abortion she, she did what in in slums she um she like helped the wi- the women of the red light district you said she worked yeah, you said she worked in, worked sl- with in, a, in the red. Yeah, I'm did. sure she did. Was she a, was she the pimp? <laughs> oh, that's Listen, where you, Oh shit. I don't know. You cite your sources. <laughs> My sources are me. You're the you're the one who said she worked in the red light district, worked with them. It Wait, was yeah. a white light district. And then when yeah, I got there, white it saviored was them. She white saviored them. It's extra. She stands in the corner in the cuck chair and judges. Yeah, anyway, right. <laughs> but, I only have oh, that's disgusting. That's disgusting. I only, <laughs> I only have 25 for a blowy. Will you kick if you in, gotta ask, you can't afford it, bro. Will, no. will you kick in uh, if no, I she is 10k minimum. up the ass? No, she's 10k no. minimum. We'll, <laughs> we'll get to it later, but there's a cult leader uh who paid her ten thousand dollars and gave her an award, and she showed up and had like and became friends with him, but yeah, you really just had to pay her and, and was give her an award, penis. and she'd show up. The so. award was his penis. I was very happy. It's possible. <laughs> it's possible. I said, um, "Crucify me." <laughs> so she's super. <laughs> she's super funny, super anti-abortion. She sounds super funny, Chrissy. Yeah, yeah. she's funny <laughs> as hell. Um, known for her sense of humor, she loved a good prank. Not Look at, at you, you died. Ha! <laughs> um, you, you got this quote that she said about abortion? I always say one thing. If a mother can kill her own child, then what is it left of the West to be destroyed? It is difficult to explain, but it is just that. What does that mean? If a mother can kill her own child, then what is left of the West to be destroyed? Does that mean we're already bad to be? Yeah, killed? we're it we're sounds already... like some racist dog whistling. Is what it sounds like to me. It's like we're our culture, our the world is already dead if we're choosing allowing mothers to kill their own children. It yeah. it sounds like the shit that the weird fundies who have military uh, bunkers in Idaho say. <laughs> Right. Oh, the West is already lost. And that's why I keep my children in the basement. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So let's talk about her. Too real. I know. I'm sorry. No. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about her. Okay. Uh, I'm going to fuck up her name. I've tried. (laughs) Inej Gonsho Bohaksu. Mm, that's her name i probably got it wrong i'm sorry um she was born in albania which used to be yugoslavia it might also be macedonia right now listen i don't understand the balkans um who does (sighs) it's a lot a lot um i can't help but i have to include this so Mother Teresa is so old that when she was born in this region, it was the fucking Ottoman Empire. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. How did you walk around your living room? (laughs) So, like, you know, it's not like she had modern views. Uh, She was born in the fucking Ottoman Empire. Um, 
so, okay. Some of the stuff that I read about her contradicts herself, contradicts itself. So she was either, she either had, had two siblings who died in childhood or just had the, the two. So it was either total of five siblings, two of which died in childhood for three surviving two girls and a boy, or the two that died in childhood just never existed. I don't know. It doesn't, it's not Mm. super clear. Um, But anyway, she had a a brother and a a sister. She was the youngest. Um, Her parents, whose names I won't even try to pronounce or (laughs) the ghost of my Yugoslavian ancestors will rise from the grave (laughs) and (laughs) annihilate me. (laughs) I can't. Um, They were financially comfortable. Her dad was a grocer, although something, some other sources say he was a businessman um but also that could he was that could be a grocer they also mentioned construction but i don't know if he was just building a grocery store so who knows definitely a gigolo (laughs) um the family had two homes uh they you know they were doing all right uh but her father died when she was eight or nine again conflicting Um, And that's when the financial security of the family uh, was drastically altered. Um, From an early age, she was fascinated with missionaries. And uh, I think she was 12 when she decided that she would commit herself to a religious vocation. Um, It doesn't surprise me that she (laughs) knew what she was going to do from an early age because she was a shrewd woman she was very shrewd oh my god your background <laughs> you see Chaz's background on yeah I don't appreciate it um <laughs> when she when she turned 18 in uh 1928 she started her mission Damn. and left home to join Damn. the institute of the blessed virgin mary in ireland where she learned english uh it was she spoke like five or six languages so she was no dum-dum um she was a smart shrewd woman yeah. uh and she received the name sister mary Teresa after saint Teresa of Lisieux. this was her first call so later when she gets the call within the call that's when she leaves what she was doing to do a different calling okay but still for the church um this is like the call this was like the call from like a. Uh, HR and the other mm-hmm. ones are called yeah. corporate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got you. I got you. I got you. The it big was a calls. 1-800 collect call. She had to accept the charges. Yeah, because Jesus was calling from the big house. Yeah, yeah. He's like, so hey, she, you should yeah. be a nun. This is a call from the big house from <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. I accept, you the, accept charges. the charges. I accept the charges. Who would not accept the charges to Jesus? <laughs> she wouldn't. Hey. She hey, would mother. say, call back on your own dime, Jesus. You give me the money. <laughs> Just like with her Nobel Prize acceptance speech, when she was like, oh, yeah, um, let's just use the money for the dinner to help the poor in Calcutta. Just You, you could just give me the money. We'll just skip the, the dinner and give me give me the cash. You can write the, the check poor. out the cash. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Love it. In the memo, put to love's eternal gift. <laughs> <laughs> Don't so, cash till next Monday. Oh, you forgot the zero. I just write it in. I write it in for you. <laughs> Nobel is spelled with two L's or one? 
Um, in uh, she left Ireland to travel to India, arriving in Kolkata uh, in January 6, 1929, to teach at a girls' school. Mm-hmm. Um, she taught history and geography to wealthy girls at a private convent school. Um, she enjoyed the work and she moved up really fast at that convent school. I think she was running the place in like seven years. She, I, wow. she's a, she's, she's a smarty pants. What'd she start off doing? Huh? What'd she start off doing? She was a teacher. Okay. So she was teaching history and geography to wealthy girls at a, okay. at a convent school in Calcutta. Um, it wasn't in the slum. It was, she was teaching wealthy kids. But yeah, it was yeah, like slum yeah. adjacent. So okay. she saw the slum and it distressed her. Okay. Mm. This is making me sad. Yeah. <laughs> so in 46, so this is like 20 years later. A, yeah, a substantial <laughs> amount of time. She's just doing her thing. And every day um, I look she, outside, I see the slum, I get the most sad. She she was running <laughs> that entire school. Um, she was the head headmistress or whatever. After um, all the she, kids, they walk by, they say, hello, Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> she put up shades on all the windows, like blackout shades, so nobody can look outside at all the pores. <laughs> There's just crude drawings <laughs> yeah. of trees yeah, and then, with, like, crayons. <laughs> no, she used those later to keep the poor from looking outside in the death houses. That's the oh, thing she did. God. Um, Fun. Yeah, so in 46... <laughs> knock, knock. Here's reality. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Here to ruin your gravity. day. So she traveled to Darjeeling uh, for a, she took a train to Darjeeling for a retreat. Was this a Wes Anderson movie? You fucking <laughs> read further down. I swear to God, I said this sounds like a Wes Anderson movie. So she goes on a train to Darjeeling <laughs> for a retreat. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Wow. 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 There's a lot of poor um, kids outside. It's making me real sad. So this is this is when she got her call within the call, which is uh, when she was like, "Oh, Jesus called again." And uh, what is he? Her, her. You have crew. another call from the big house from yeah. corporate. Jesus Christ! Do you and accept so the charges? Is... No, he paid me this time. Yeah. Well, it's her true calling. The other one was just like the. This is the real calling. So, Donovan, do you got that quote? Yes, I do. Oh, wait. No, I don't. Oh, yeah, here it is. <laughs> I thought I lost him. I heard the call to give up all and follow Christ into the slums to serve him among the poorest of the poor. Yeah. So, it cool. was on this journey, on this train ride, she received her inspiration to carry out uh, what she described as the work of God. Mm-hmm. devoting herself to help people to helping people who lived in the slums of Kolkata. that's her call her call within the call of like i've only ignored it for 20 years now i'm gonna do a little something <laughs> i'm so sick of looking out my window and being sad <laughs> and yeah like I, yeah, like i said earlier the it sounds reason. like a wes anderson movie 100 mm-hmm. percent. i imagine some crazy old lady on a train having like a religious yep. uh revelation yeah. And, and then God Owen calls. Wilson running by, and then God is played by Bill Murray. Um, and he calls her on a rotary phone. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And everything's yeah. yellow for some yeah. reason. And yeah. you know, get Faruza Balk in char in involved. Oh, bud. Get her. Oh, I mean, I still. She's am trying too to get her edgy. Work. She's too edgy for for Wes Anderson. 
that you're probably you can point with Paltrow again. She's mm, nope, 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 nope. Too edgy too. She's mm. yeah. Um, in she's just 19... be Owen Wilson should just be Mother Teresa. I'm telling you. Hello, God. Huh? Yeah, I know. I'm doing it, God. <laughs> I, I would say yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Count me in. Uh, in There's 1948 so is when she first started wearing the costume, the Mother Teresa costume. The costume. And what was she wearing one? before that? Uh, just a regular nun's habit. Nun, nun outfit? Okay. All yeah. Right. All right. But she was like, no, no. I must look like the poor in my crisp white sari. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says like get down and dirty, like wearing all white, but whatever. Um, she used to wear a hoodie and sweatpants all the time. That's when I know you're you're down to get some work done. Yeah, right. Getting the nitty gritty. Timberlands on. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> you could garden, you could paint, you could do whatever you need to do. Um, <laughs> she worked. Uh, she worked she, in relative obscurity, and I I want to be fair and say that that it the first few years of her ministry sounded really um, hard. Uh, she was in a hovel by herself. She didn't have a lot of help. And I, I respect what she, what she was trying to do. If she was really trying to help people at that point, I don't know. I don't know if later on she just got. Um, was she building the brand? I don't know if at this point she's building the brand, but <laughs> it, it's when the filmmakers show up and everybody started paying attention to her. Um, that's she's walking when... around Calcutta with her fingers going hashtag empty. Hashtag MT. <laughs> so, it, but it was 1969. She first became, came under the international spotlight in 1969 when a BBC documentary uh, called Something Beautiful for God Ooh. by Malcolm Ooh. Muggeridge. Uh, like a V.C. Andrews novel. Uh, yeah, that's when that, <laughs> uh, later that documentary was turned into a movie, which we all know how great novels based off of movies are yeah I, i'm sure it was stellar yeah yeah mm -hmm. i mean i've read the star wars novels i get it like there's there's some that are fine but come on no mm. um M muggeridge <laughs> was filming in the the home for the dying um also known as the home of the pure heart in calcutta it was a hospice founded by mother Teresa for the poor the sick and the dying and it was having uh, low light issues. Shockingly, they didn't have a lot of light in there mm. um, because it was really not great conditions. Um, you would think a place that has a lot of med medically fragile treat people needing treatment would have uh, enough light, but they did not. You would think so. Yeah. Um, Sounds safe. So the, the crew... Uh, was having low light issues when taking photographs in the dimly lit home. Uh, the team decided to try shooting anyway to capture Mother Teresa providing emotional and spiritual care to inhabitants. Because why the fuck not? I mean, we're here. Let's just do it. Um, so later when the film was developed, Muggeridge noticed the photographs taken inside were not dark and blurry as expected, but were quote-unquote, bathed in a particularly beautiful soft light uh, compared to the uh, photographs taken outside that were, quote-unquote, dim and confused. Uh, so immediately, Jesus. immediately, Muggeridge said to his cameraman, Ken McMillan, it's divine light, it's Mother Teresa. 
Muggeridge was immediately confident that what they captured was the first genuine photographic miracle. Hallelujah. This sounds this like- will sell papers, baby. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're gonna be rich. <laughs> Not so fast, Miracle Max. <laughs> Ken McMillan, in his later statement, confirmed that they were having low lighting issues inside the house and thought it would be futile to take any film, except that they had just received a new type of film from Kodak. And McMillan and the director, Peter Schaefer, opted to give it a shot, because why not? Like, yeah. the film's already paid for. Like, we're here. Let's just go for it. Um, the film was already, like, months later, when... <laughs> The film was developed, which, oh my gosh, photography has changed, hasn't it, friends? <laughs> Months later. Uh, <laughs> McMillan was astonished to see the marvelous detail and clarity in the photos taken inside the dark home. He, they, they look, okay, the photos are super sad, but you can see a lot of detail. I won't say yeah. they look great. They don't look great. They um, right. Uh, I wouldn't want <laughs> it's a JC Penney's uh, portrait with a bunch of sick kids. Yeah. Oh, no, it's you know, it's like people laying in cots with dirt and yeah. fly. It's really it's sad. I've seen Mash. Yeah, yeah. Do, 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 do. No, sing the lyrics. There's nothing yeah. wrong with them. They're they're totally. No, I'm good. I'm good. Let's go. No, they're happy lyrics. Yep. Keep going. <laughs> so before before McMillan. And the director, Peter Schaefer, could say, like, oh, wow, good job, Kodak. This is some good new film. Um, Muggeridge just went on the record and directly started cheerleading for God and told everybody that this was a real miracle. Um, and, <laughs> you know, never seen this before. <laughs> I hope Kodak got a hold of this and they used it as like a campaign after this. So good, you'll think it's a miracle. <laughs> I'm right. It's a madman shit. I yeah, just dude. and side note, I've been meaning to talk to you guys about this, but the whole okay, if ring cameras does not make what happened between Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas into a commercial, because they whatever Joe Jonas saw Sophie Turner say on the ring cam is why they got divorced, I will be so disappointed. Like somebody make that a commercial. I'd watch it. Anyway, that would be great. I'm out of touch with pop culture, but sure. I get I get the gist of it to Mm -hmm. understand. Yes. (laughs) That's the chick from Game of Thrones, right? And the boy that sang about his purity ring. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) Um (laughs) so I do you know, we'll talk more about her sainthood later, but the miracles are about like that, you know. For her sainthood. Awesome. This is so Just cool. A, a lot of like, oh, uh, no, it, it wasn't Jesus. It was actually that medical treatment you had. We but no. Need, we just need to do some normal sure. mundane shit around people that don't understand technology. and We'll be fucking sainted. <laughs> <laughs> you fixed the Wi-Fi? <laughs> Saint Donovan of the Wi-Fi. Jesus no. Christ. I love it. Go to um, old folks home. You'll walk out in a fucking robe and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Use like reface to show like their dead fucking spouses moving their faces. <laughs> it's a miracle. <laughs> Ethics of AI, man. I uh, uh, so just piggyback on this. I I was somebody on my own personal Instagram account because uh, they said that Jesus had selected 
the Texas Rangers to win the World Series because <laughs> a few of their players wore like Jesus shirts or something, and then they were the only team that didn't do the Pride Night this year. And like I was just like in 2017, four teams decided not to do the Pride Night, and none of them won the World Series. I I'm don't just, know what you're talking about. If that's so, Jesus, Jesus yeah. works in really passive aggressive ways. Yeah. Because uh, there's a lot of Are other things surprised? he could comment on. Are you surprised? This no. little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, they didn't go to Pride Night, so I'm gonna pay attention to them. <laughs> um you know, the, okay, Middle but the East example what? Of, <laughs> yeah, seriously. The so the miracle, the 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 miracle of the Kodak film. It's it's just a classic example of a person seeing what they wanted to see, confirmation bias. Mm-hmm. Um, Muggeridge jumped straight to the supernatural explanation when there's a perfectly natural one available, but he just chose not to mm-hmm. to do any background research. <laughs> right. I mean, be the most facts minimal. be damned, right? <laughs> oh, this is new film. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh oh you mean you mean sex ed actually reduces the amount of abortions no it doesn't this is just Back guys just Zach baggins there is a spirit here with us <laughs> um the ken mcmillan the photographer his testimony his his sto- side of the story came way too late to stop the myth and the rumors um and the audience was pretty credulous i mean they wanted to believe so it's not as hard to convince um and muggeridge continued propagating his new image of mother Teresa through his books and interviews and i mean all the all the ways that he could before social media but he also you know he spent a good amount of time at uh promoting pro-catholic anti-abortion rhetoric just like Mother Teresa. So thanks for that, fella. Yeah. Um, the Home for the Dying in Calcutta is primarily operated by the mission missionaries. That's my of favorite. Charity. That's my favorite home to visit. Is it the the yeah. MOC home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm in the town. Oh, you, yeah. You go Calcutta. to Calcutta. Yeah. You yeah. do like a long weekend there every couple months yeah. just yeah. to get your head yeah. on right. Yeah, that's my favorite museum there. Hmm. Okay, so the the Missionaries of Charity uh, has become a global symbol of Mother Teresa's work since its formation in 1952. Um, It's run by foreign volunteers and uh, nuns and a few, I think they have a few uh, like employees now too, although I'm not really sure. Uh, Two years after the foundation, the Missionaries of Charity, Home for the Dying became a hospice for the poor, the ill, and the dying who had nowhere else to go, a sanctuary where they could uh, receive proper medical care <laughs> and palliative <laughs> care <laughs> and die with dignity. <laughs> Ooh, gross. Um, that at least was the perception of the people who were donating large sums of money. Um, a more accurate account of what it was like uh, came to light when Dr. Robin Fox, the editor of Lancet, uh, in case you don't know, Lancet is like the most prestigious of medical journals. Okay. So, yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, so Dr. Robin Fox made a pre-announced, it was pre-announced, they knew the visit was happening. Uh, pre-announced visit to the home in 1994 to assess, assess 
the quality of care given there. Dr. Fox reported that even though the nuns were well-intentioned and clearly dedicated to their work, the medical care that was being provided was at best haphazard. Oof. At best. At best. Uh, they're making tons of money in donations and they're, the care they're providing is well-meaning, but haphazard. Mm. <laughs> I do not want the description of the medical care I receive to also be able to describe what it's like to snuggle a toddler. Yeah. It 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 sounds like a, like you had your cousin work on your car. It was yeah. it was well meaning, but it was a little haphazard. And now <laughs> you don't have any oil. Or your father in law yeah. and now you gotta change your bricks again. Or you tried to give <laughs> you a cat a kiss on the nose. Yeah, it was well meaning, <laughs> but it was pretty haphazard. Um they were surrounded by horrible living conditions. Like the, this is not this, the slums in Kolkata were not great. And they had a huge influx of people from Bangladesh and things, things were not, not great. And this was during what the fifties. Yeah. There's uh, and yeah. Yeah. This is during famine. India was trying to decolonize uh, and trying to establish their own rule. And there was a lot of shit going on between Muslims and Hindus and a lot of wars and yeah there was a lot going on and a lot of refugees coming to the city from Bangladesh um, but in these horrible conditions they are reusing hypodermic needles without sterilization they would oh. just rinse them oh. in, under cold water uh, when asked why they cold didn't water. sterilize the needles well they didn't have a water heater they when they asked were asked why they didn't sterilize the needles they said there's no point <laughs> jesus christ um, so gross wow. they only used cold baths for patients there was not a uh, a separation or a ward for patients with tuberculosis so they yeah. were all mixed in uh Oof. they it was not good. So basically a cesspool of disease and, and sickness and everybody sharing needles. Mm-hmm. Um, ugh, gross. I, I read an account uh, from a volunteer <clears throat> who said that Mother Teresa was offered a water heater several times and refused oh, because of the God. vow of poverty or whatever. Yeah, that's, um, <laughs> that's too bougie. Yeah. yeah. Imagine. Yeah. I was gonna say, imagine uh, being like, ref- like your whole family and everything, being affected by the leader of your family refusing help. Yeah. Oh well, was that you? Are you speaking yeah. from experience? Though? Yeah, that's why. As as I was about to say it, I was like, that was you, dog. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> and she was the leader. Okay, but you're you're absolutely correct in that she was the leader of that family, right. and she. I read several yeah. volunteer accounts that said that she would tell people all the time. Oh, the family that prays together stays together, and everybody had to go pray together. This is chapel. the reason for the season. Yeah, all of she's that. Got, she's got all the billboard <laughs> slogans. Live, laugh, love. Yeah. <laughs> Over the fucking door. Yeah. Live. Uh, yeah. Um, the nuns, most of the nuns had very limited medical knowledge, and there wasn't any conscious effort to make a systematic diagnosis of what was going on with the these inmates. 
um, or a mm. distinction between curable and incurable. They're yeah. just like, well, you're here. Lost you just pine them all together. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's it very like uh, civil war mentality. When yeah, it comes to, yeah, yeah. It it was it was actively discouraged, uh, even in terms of managing pain. Doctor Fox was surprised to find that the home for the dying didn't keep any strong analgesics on site. Um, Painkillers were not given as a matter of principle, even in severe cases. Um, of course not. Evidently, the ethos created by mother Teresa was to depend more on providence than medicine. That sounds about um, right. That's you got to suffer. Yeah. To, to, Don't to store food, rely on providence. Um, Ouch. Except when it came to her own heart issues later in life, in which case yeah, she course. saw the best doctors in the world. And he said, not um, the same thing. Why you yeah, say this? He said, yeah. not the same. Don't make me feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> funny how that always seems to work out like that right um the her approach to care was exposed by many 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 like i've read a lot of former volunteer stories um and these volunteers and workers who have worked under mother Teresa in calcutta and in other missions around the world because they have like 144 of them now they're all over the place um Case in point uh, was reported by Mary Lou Dahl, a journalist and former volunteer, where a 15-year-old boy, a child, that's a child, that's a kid, was dying. Uh, debatable to some Christians. Yeah. <laughs> that's a full-grown we're, man we're, and we're his getting, wife should be there. getting immaculately conceived right now. We are getting there. She <laughs> should have six children by now. Yeah. He was, he was dying. And he needed surgery to live. The illness had started as a simple kidney infection that could have been treated and resolved with antibiotics. Just give him some cranberry juice. <sighs> Shit, that might uh, even have helped. The sisters refused to send the boy to the nearest hospital, uh, insisting that if they do it for one, they'd have to do it for <laughs> oh all. Oh my God. This isn't a fucking piece of gum. It's not a pizza party. It's life-saving medical care. What the fuck? Jesus, did you bring enough for the whole the whole bots? Where use your money that you're getting. Holy if I have shit. to let you go to the bathroom, then everybody's gonna <laughs> yeah. have to go to the bathroom. It it shouldn't like you should take all dying children to the hospital. This no. doesn't seem like one of Donovan's hot takes to me. If you have a treatable condition, you shouldn't be in the house of the fucking dying. Mm, no. And I mean, Debatable. just to remind you, her biggest political soapbox is anti-choice activism because unborn lives matter. But those lives stop mattering as soon as they're born and become people with thoughts mm-hmm. and feelings and emotions and opinions. Um, Original sin, baby. <laughs> this kind of crap is why they got to be born take- with it. It's not fair that they don't be born with it. Right. I I cannot take anti-choice rhetoric seriously. All they ever talk about is the sanctity of life. And then they don't give a flying fart about the suffering or dignity of a person as long as they're born. Mm-hmm. Well, like that well, kid was born. He was a human being and deserved to be treated. Mm-hmm. Like, where is his, the sacredness of his life? It. I don't like it. I don't like that. 
Hot take. I don't like it. I disagree with it. I can't touch that one. Okay. Too hot. Other gross practices. And by gross, I mean like a couple different definitions of that word. Like not a, a gross like the number, but like, like uh, gross as in gross negligence and gross as in yucky. Mm-hmm. Um, pra- oh, practices that I read Is in several. Anthony yucky or what are we yeah. getting into? Like pretty, pretty icky. Pretty yucky. Like dropping a meatball on a carpet. Also that. Well, okay. You tell me. Um, isolation Great. of patients from their friends and family, even in their final days. Mm, meatball. I no hope- form of entertainment or news from the outside world at all. Okay, that's no storage of surplus like- food for later consumption. Okay, adherence to poverty and poor living conditions, regardless of the funds available or the discomfort of the patients. Ugh. Inadequate food. Mm. Prohibition on the sisters from seeking any medical training for the illnesses they encountered on a daily basis. What? That's awesome. that's, so that's, that's, like a, that, that might be the favorite. That's like a secret, like a secret police that are watching them to make sure they don't learn what to do. Yep. Holy Prohibition shit. on reading newspapers or secular books, including medical books. Oh my god, that's amazing! Holy Se- shit! And my my least favorite, secretly baptizing dying patients without their informed consent. Gross. Yeah. Oh and, my okay, god. That that one's hotly contested, but I saw a lot of people saying they saw it. So let me you, let me. I just, don't know. The first and the last point, the the two book bookends there, are not unlike what we do in the United States when it comes to death and people we don't want to deal with. You are correct. Uh, when, when they get yeah. old, um, which is very sad. So mm-hmm. uh, maybe partially why she kind of kind of got away with this because nobody really wants to deal with the death of the dying. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is yeah. fucking hard yeah. and sad. Yep. Yep. So, but yeah, the whole train. Yeah, I'm just doing train. what everyone else does. <laughs> get off of my back. I'm doing you a favor. The the whole organization had a c- continuous emphasis on strict obedience to the whims of a single delusional religiously fanatical woman yeah it's a cult it it was a cult and we'll talk more about that but yeah absolutely mother mother can i this patient has a Mm -hmm. has a broken arm um can i look up how to i mean the bone's sticking out can i can i look up how to Push it back. Push it no, back. No, it's don't not do supposed anything. to be out. No, you don't. You don't do nothing. You just pray. So, but, but you push bl- it there's back blood too. everywhere, and they're screaming. Can I look it up in this book here nope. about how to? If you want to go to hell, um, if you want to go to hell right now, don't want to. Don't want to go to hell right now. And put the book down, you bitch. Not again. Put the book down, you bitch. <sighs> this Fine. is. This is also, I mean, I don't remember if I mentioned it later, like these oh. homes had really primitive uh, sanitation facilities. Oh, so uh, these people, dying people had to, to to defecate in front of each other. Like there was no private facility to take a dump. Um, oh, they, they are pooper on themselves all, yeah. all day long. And, uh, I used and to then, be a nurse's aide. Dirty the, uh, the dirty linen from the poopies was yeah. washed right next to the dishes in cold water. 
Oh yeah, and then the bed sores I'm sure are what amazing. What the fuck? Um, and they're maggots and maggot. flies. Yeah, I say maggots. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's a torture. one volunteer it's... talked about how sad he was that he couldn't save some guy's leg because it was all full of maggots and he used to like soak it and, and pull the maggots out. But then one day the guy just got sent to the leper colony to have his leg chopped off. They like Very nobody cool. tried. Yeah. Uh, this sounds like a. I don't want to say death call, but it sounds like somebody mm -hmm. getting off on, on other people's suffering. She's probably like flicking her bean. I, um, I say it later. She, I think she fetishized it. I do because I, you, okay, how can well, I'm you, glad you guys said that because in this was... kind of shit and not, right. you have the ability to change it. Why aren't you changing it other yeah. than you, you just like it? That's the, yeah. that's kind of what I was getting that when I was like, push it back oh, in. Shit. I want to see it. Do it for me. I just gave myself. We have to listen to them scream again. Like, can't we just like? Can I punch him really hard to knock him out this time, or do you? Do no, you give really him a twenty-year-old as expired aspirin. That's something they did. Why are you ungrateful for the medicine Allegedly. I gave you? <laughs> it's so Allegedly. expired. It's Which it's falling apart. It's not even a pill anymore. Mm -hmm. It's just right. dust. You what they do just do sprinkle with it? it on their tongue. It's fine. Mm, it will work if God wanted to work. Mm -hmm. Maybe you sin too All much. Right. Let me roll up this dollar bill for them again. Yep. <laughs> a beautiful death is for people who live like animals to die like angels, loved and wanted. It says a lot to me that she compares the people she is allegedly serving as animals. But after reading this, I treat my animals better than she does. Because of this? Are you are no, you realizing that? Like, you do? I realize like I oh, treat okay. my cat gets two cans of wet food a day and all the belly scratches she could want and immediate medical care and all of the catnip she ever wants and her own blanket washed and folded from the dryer when Fuck she's yeah. having a tough day. Right. I thought you were saying that after reading that, you were like, I need to treat my animals better. I do need, I mean, I still could treat her better. She has a lot of complaints. I just, yeah, man. That that whole sentence basically sums up to me that she's like, I'm going into this, just basically taking them out. Everyone that comes in my door is going to be going, and my business mm -hmm. is death. Guess, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's basically I, it. We'll get to it later, but guess, guess you're going to love it. Her favorite that, song that is, is Hotel California because they check out, but they never leave. <laughs> you're you're going to love what the sign in the morgue at the death house set I'll, I'll wait oh great like i've been saying the quality of the care in the homes for the dying was not simply due to a lack of funds mm. which maybe i could understand probably not but this wasn't that mother Teresa was already working in Cal calcutta for more than 40 years when dr wow. fox from the lancet visited the home and Ooh. for nearly 30 of those years uh, the mission was collecting generous amounts of donations from all over the world. Of course. How does that continue to happen? I do not understand that. Like she's it's... showing up to fucking like places to pick up dying kids with like aviators and Jordans on. And she's just like, throw them in the van. It's no, it's that there weren't. The, it, I, yeah, they have helped people. And yeah, they saw some people. But I think the numbers are wildly exaggerated. I don't like know, their man. soup kitchen that I thought fed all of the calcutta slums fed like 25 people a week and the it's, people that, wow. the people that work at the fucking soup kitchens they aren't suspicious when she rolls no. up because like, you gotta you just see hey chance 
Just, you see that? She had a new necklace that said boss bitch. That shit was platinum. <laughs> What's going on? We can't even get fresh bread in this bitch. Damn, he wants to talk a... to you about Herbalife and a reverse a funnel opportunity. <laughs> what? Is, what? <laughs> Pyramid scheme. Oh, yeah. Um, so according to Susan Shields, uh, who worked as a member of Mother Teresa's order for nine years, uh, around 50 million was collected in just one of the checking accounts in New York uh, during wow. her, her service. Uh, wow. Instead of spending the money to actually lessen the pain of, and suffering and the poor and the dying, the nuns were ordered to disregard them fat stacks, obey, observe poverty, and reject materialism. So this where where did the money did what type of lifestyle because she always wore the same thing what, yeah. what was she, okay but she was she, she, she driving rolls royces like she, on the side no she she was living in the shit but she had money she money money and it went to the vatican after she died and i i'm still trying to figure out how much she actually had because it was a lot um, and, but there's no transparency it's like anytime you say her name everybody's like oh yeah Right. So, is, right. so, so is this? So, this sounds more like a a small grift for her, but a major grift for the Catholic Church. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I think the grift for her was watching the people suffer, and the popularity she's getting from. Yeah. It. Yeah. I think that um, she used the funds. If I'm going to be honest, anytime I have a lot of money, it's gone pretty quickly because I have an addiction to fast food. So mm -hmm. that's probably what her ordeal was. She was oh, just yeah. like going in and out all the fucking time. Yeah. Wingstop for sure. Do they have, always, they have they have Wingstop in Calcutta? Ma McDonald's are you? This is McDonald's. Are you using a mobile app today? Oh my! God. Uh, yes. No, I'm never using the fucking mobile app. Fuck you! Just give oh, me my nuts. You uh, fool! You you fool! You get so many points. You get the you get the happy meals. You get Stop dragging back. me. <laughs> the do you, are, do, what do you? What would you like? You're arguing right now, and I can't hear your order. <laughs> Just give me the forty McNugget bundle and oh seventeen sweet and oh sour God. sauces. Thank Look, you. I'm driving. I'm doing the ordering. I am doing the driving. I do the order. <laughs> oh my god i'm not getting paid enough for this can you please just order ma'am are you here to order the mother Teresa meal <laughs> it's We've just you a give them money Teresa and they meal. tell you how great you are for ordering. we we get you know 90 percent of it goes to charity and you just get half a french fry and an ice cube and, and the charity uh, 12.99 and 99 percent of what goes to the charity is not used on charity it's used to, I don't know. Mm, yeah. She did do some good things. Like she Nobody used a, the, the Pope gave her a limo at one point and she sold <laughs> it and took the money to help the poor. Hey, you're, you're leading in like, sales this month. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Here's a company car. Listen, that's that they do this shit for in baseball where they give like the MVP of the right. World Series some like forty fifty thousand dollars shitty truck when this guy drives like the most expensive car that you can think of to work mm -hmm. every day, and it's just like you know he's just gonna give it to charity or somebody in his family. He doesn't give a fuck. A fucking limo. I I feel like a lot <laughs> yeah, of yeah. That's that's ridiculous. Why would they give her a stuff. limo? Well, it's just like the it's like the Nobel the Prize like... dinner. Oh, so you she took the money for the port. Do you know you get a million dollars for a Nobel Prize? Where'd that come yeah. from? 
Yeah. I still have but not I, found that out. Um, I, I, I would take a Pope mobile. Why didn't he get a, why didn't she get a Pope mobile? Because the, uh, the limo is for all of the children. You put all of the children in the, in the limo, then you drive them around. That's but they can get shot. What? In the limo. Then they get like to they, go to heaven. Do you not the, understand? That's the point. It's not the about Pope, a, 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 a Pope a, bulletproof. It's not about not. That's dying for me. For those people. That's for him. The other if they're in there, then where am I? So I get shot. <laughs> I am the voice of God. I am the mouthpiece of Jesus. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> the so Pope the is for me. No one else. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> the nuns were basically told the old see something, say nothing, pray to forget. Mm -hmm. Like we all learn that. <laughs> um, uh, the church has been doing that one for ages. Uh, I think the Pope got yet another gold toilet and people ridiculous. got to die in agony because of lack of medicine and uh, doctors. Uh, no, aren't, I'm just, I, I don't understand where the advocacy groups are at. I mean, maybe it's before the time. But I would think around the seventies or eighties, advocacy groups would would have stepped in and been like, like Doctors Without Borders or Amnesty International or somebody would have stepped in and been like, "Yo, this is right? fucked up." Well, I think that's what Doctor yeah. Fox was trying to do with the Lancet. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, um, if just on the medical end and not on the humanitarian, uh, you know, food, water, whatever right. aspect. Well, kind of just been like whoa yeah. well, you guys need to stop administering quote unquote medical assistance to people yeah you t yeah i would i i think more people needed to say that uh, do you remember that documentary from i think it was the 70s or the 80s i think geraldo did it maybe or somebody else al capone did too? No, no, the one on um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just randomly the, bringing that up, and the there was home, nothing in there. <laughs> the one for the home for the children. It what what is it that it was like the Cropsey Home? Yeah, or something the, like that. Yeah, the yeah. one where they went into that mental uh, hospital. That oh was yeah, 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 yep, yep. That's yeah. all I'm thinking of every time we yeah. talk about the conditions of this. Is oh yeah, that. Um, so somebody really should have done sort of an expose like that uh undercover i yeah. i think today with the uh, the advancement of technology you'd be able to do it with just a smartphone um so i don't know if you don't have that miracle kodak film i don't know if you're gonna get the. <laughs> the it's too it. dark in there <laughs> <laughs> put a different filter on it it won't work there's no, no. kodak filter let me yeah. pray over it we'll see what happens <laughs> oh wait a second there's a wes anderson filter i have an idea <laughs> <laughs> um so everyone just says owen wilson face <laughs> uh the conditions in her homes were dreadful and traumatic because the not because the charity couldn't afford better they could afford it yeah they could absolutely afford it right they didn't want it to be better she did not this was her yeah. thing she didn't want it to be better uh, she, to her, the pain and the misery of the destitute and terminally ill wasn't a bad thing. Uh, it was a blessing. She saw the spirit and passion of Christ in the suffering of these people. This is, okay, it's so apparent in one of the stories told by Mother Teresa herself. And it's super triggering to me, but that's okay. Let's do this. Donovan. One day, I went to visit a lady who had terminal cancer. Her pain was tremendous, 
I told her, this is nothing but Jesus' kiss, a sign that you're so close to him on the cross that he can kiss you. Mm. I kiss you. I wish Jesus... Butterfly kisses. Oh, After bedtime <laughs> prayer. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, Jesus needs to give out fewer kisses and more morphine. Or at least give, give give these dying people some of that sweet blood wine. Get them a little <laughs> right. drunk. Yeah, I'm um, I'm I'm really glad we're covering this because it's going to lead into the next series of faith healing that we're going into. But it's it's really amazing how the picture of Jesus, not his entire life, but the last like couple hours is how everyone should live their their entire life the suffering and they except yeah, they, when they, it's they, you then yeah. you go to the best doctors but everyone yeah. else yeah can... well again mouthpiece for jesus you can't yeah. silence it they gotta um, be taken care of but it's just uh this that doctrine of you know you have to suffer and your faith can only heal you um is is really 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 predatory yeah. I don't I don't think I put it in here. Um I in fact I know I didn't and I I'm going to mangle this quote a little bit so forgive me but she said something like uh to be true love it has to hurt. Something along those lines. It's, yeah. It was really like, oh, okay. that sounds like something I'd hear in church. Mm. Yeah. That sounds like Also sounds like something your friends would have told me. Uh yeah, abusive ex would say. Yeah. Um weird how many just, times the Venn diagram of abusive exes and jesus and god crossover and, and church leaders all <laughs> yeah. just turn into one big yeah, circle weird. josh harris um weird. Weird i i will just say that i recently watched my mother die of terminal cancer mm -hmm. and the pain she experienced at the end was not a fucking blessing it was horrific and traumatic and I can't imagine experiencing that kind of pain while also experiencing the extreme pain of poverty. Mm -hmm. um, my mom passed in a very nice hospital and then was moved to palliative care that was also very nice. There were pictures of Monet on the wall and all sorts of classical. It was very a very pretty place. Yeah. And she still died hurting. Yeah. I can't imagine what these people have gone through and then to also call them animals and also call them wretched mm -hmm. it just it hurts my heart yeah but none none is different from what we've learned from the bible and you know we're worthless without god without jesus and the only way we can get saved is through our faith in christ it's, it's so, so cruel it, yeah it is and the, there's also that layer on top of it too where she's like look at these people that need help mm -hmm. and then exploiting that to get money mm -hmm. and then yeah. not even helping them with them yeah it's there's a mm -hmm. lot of layers of fucked upness and disgusting mm -hmm. she fetishized <laughs> suffering she wanted people to suffer she was not trying to alleviate it i mentioned him earlier arup chatterjee he's a he's a prominent critic of mother Teresa, and he was he's a doctor and he volunteered for her. Um, he described, oh, this part sucks. He described children uh, being tied to beds in a missionaries of charity orphanage and um, uh, patients in the home for the dying given nothing but expired aspirin for their pain. 
Mm. He and others said that Mother Teresa took her adherence to frugality and simplicity in her work to extremes, allowing practices like the reuse of the hypodermic needles, the primitive facilities, um, all of these things she allowed because she said, well, you know, we don't want to spend money because we're, that's our vow. Yeah. There's also numerous reports. Oh God, this sucks. Of children <clears throat> being restrained and force-fed in yeah. the missionaries of charity. There's yeah. an account of one little boy tied uh, to a radiator, um, and then of little babies being wrapped super tightly in cloths at, so that they can't move and yeah. food forced in their mouths. Oof. Which again, sanctity of life, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No dignity yeah. needed. Uh, just, I don't like it. I don't like it. Right. Um, they these homes for the dying were not designed to pro provide proper, genuine care to people, but it they were a place to proselytize to the most vulnerable and put them on the fast track to paradise. Mm. Um, the theology was illustrated. So this is where I'm going to tell you what the sign in the morgue says at the house of the dying. And you are going to love it. It wow. says, I am going to heaven today. Mm. That's the, that's, the, a, that's yeah. the live, laugh, love in the that fucking morgue. Such a fucking, that is, that gives, yeah, that's not a chill yeah. down my spine. Isn't that yeah, gross? That uh, yeah. That's uh, yeah, yeah. Whoa. But, oh, so um, there are there are some reports that I read of her providing uh, last rites to people uh, who are Muslim and Buddhist and respecting their wishes. There are also a lot of reports of her uh, what charities. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> stop it, Mister. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of also a lot of reports, and again, like I said earlier, it's it's contested, but uh, there are a lot a lot of reports that say that she um, baptized people without their consent. So mm -hmm. she's just, she's putting up numbers. Yeah. Uh, so she could even been like, no, it's okay. We understand. And then once they were, they were, she was like, got it. Yep, like, bye. Fucking throw some water on their forehead. Like got them. I have to believe it's fucking sort of like when you're, yeah, she's when you're at a time soccer. sale um, <laughs> presentation, soccer. And the moment you tell them, no, I absolutely am not going to buy anything. Um, I literally have $2 in my bank account. Then they have, they just, all of a sudden they're, they're just not interested in you. I, I expect that once you got the super soaker salvation, it was like, okay, go in the corner. You can die now. Mm -hmm. I hope that's not how it was, but yeah. my imagination uh, has other things. I feel like it would be. Uh, a disservice to this podcast if I didn't pump the brakes a little bit and go back to that thing in the morgue because mm -hmm. I know it affected all three of us pretty fucking hardcore. Mm -hmm. uh, that really uh, fucked me up. Uh, that is really fucking disgusting. That is such an insane manipulation tactic and a uh, mm -hmm. a way to make people docile i guess to make people just follow along to what and, it's just so well, fucking disgusting it makes it, me very it upset flat, it flattens the grief 
and doesn't allow you to fully experience grief because if you do you're selfish like we've talked about that before of like oh i'm not supposed to feel bad someone died because they're in heaven and they wouldn't want to come back even if they could so i'm selfish if i say it's bad but holy fuck these people are dying in agony yeah i feel sad for that yeah yeah and that being one of the last things is like uh, i don't know man um she's there go ahead the 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 description like what you're describing donovan actually like kind of hit on the head is a documentary of like the psych wards uh there was one that was actually filmed uh near me at uh, that's the one i'm thinking about yeah it was like in the 80s it was 83 i remember seeing it on like 2020 or dateline or whatever as a kid and being like oh my god i watched it it on youtube when i was like 15 yeah, it was called Children of Darkness, and it uh, it it exposes Eastern State uh, Mental yep. Hospital. Uh, it was so is, fucked. Which is now a haunted house attraction. Um, I've been there before. Uh, Classy. But, uh, yeah. So um, there is a part of the the whole thing which goes over the history and like you get to tour the institution and there's like a historical video on it and everything so that kind of delves into the video this this documentary and everything but like it just it definitely sounds like this where it's just death decay abuse and for no reason um other than it, it sounds like people were getting enjoyment out of it i i don't understand why other than that would they continue to do this like I, I'm a, I'm a caring person. I think I love my kids and I I love a lot of people in my life. And I always think about the fact like, Oh, if I had a ton of money, nobody I know would ever have to work. I would give everything to make sure that the people around me would were happy and healthy and mentally health, you know, had, had time for mental health and time for self-care. God, I would love that. But then I think about what if I had the money and I was just like, nah, I like it. I like seeing you work and struggle. It's good for you. You're not, you're not somebody that likes to see people step over other people to get ahead. And like, it doesn't have like whatever gets them to the top. Yeah. Just, you know, it's, this is what it kind of sounds like, but rather than it sounds like monetary gain, she's gaming fame instead. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, it's like, she can hide her abuses and get away with it out in the open. And that is sounds Some like people are a, just like that. Yeah. It sounds like a specific, I don't want to say kink, but it sounds like a psychological. It's a, uh, yeah. Like what I, what I'm, I am like, not, her, her her I'm not her doctor, nor am I qualified yeah. to make this diagnosis at all, but it sounds like she was a raging narcissist, honestly. Yeah. Um, and I've read some of the accounts again, this is not in this episode. I might put it in the next one. I don't know, but I've read some accounts of nuns trying to leave the order and not being able to, and like having to escape because everywhere you went, you had to go with a buddy. And if you were walking by yourself, what are you doing? Where are you going? What's going on? Nuns writing letters to their family saying, God, I wish I could visit you, but I have no money and my head is shaved and I can't go anywhere without anyone asking me, like, what can I do? Yeah. Mother Teresa herself, after she went to Ireland way back when she was 18 until the time she died, never saw her mother or sister again. Mm. Really? 
It's so true. yeah. Yeah. I mean there's 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 narcissists like you have Donald Trump where you know right off the bat that that's what they are. And then you have the people that are that do it with a smile and then covert narcissists, yeah, the real that, dangerous yeah, ones. Yeah. Yep. Those those are the ones that can control people um sub, subversively, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and it's they're dan- they're just as dangerous, you know, yeah. but they're just not easy to spot. So no. yeah. yeah. Wow. Um there's no uh, way that she wasn't uh doing this because she was into hurting people. There's absolutely no way. I, I don't see how. Because um, the, and she's the, dead, she so she can't money. defend herself. She didn't fucking touch the money. She made sure no one else touched the money. I it she went to the Vatican. Promoted the pain. She was basically yeah. saying, I have to hurt them so they're saved. I'm doing yeah. the right thing. She was promoting oh, well, the pain. She's, let's, there's no way. Let, okay, so wait, wait. Let's go, let, let me do this next paragraph and you can do this quote because I feel like you're going to and i hope i don't see any Not old like women it. today because i'm gonna be yeah, like mother gonna Teresa, them. i'm gonna punch you <laughs> hey 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 no misogyny um wait, that's misogynistic i just don't like old punching people punching women oh oh ages <laughs> okay that's fine i just didn't want to strain a misogyny ages and that's fine um mother <laughs> Teresa, she publicly spoke about her work quite a bit in speeches and interviews her And she said her goal in serving the poor was not to improve their lot, but to serve Christ through them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds familiar. (laughs) Literally, according to Mother Teresa, here's her quote. Go ahead, Don. When we touch the sick and needy, we touch the suffering body of Christ. Yeah. Not not anybody, the suffering body. It just she it's like Josh Harris with all of the weird kinky stuff that he always goes there. She's always like, oh no, it's only the suffering. Only, only, only. Never Why like does there have to be a suffering body of Christ. If there's a suffering body of Christ, it means the whole body's sick. It's just not one poor part of the body. No, it's just a few bad apples. Separate it. It's a it's a few bad apples. It's fine. Well, um, it's like, does that mean the suffering to... body of Christ on the cross? Yeah. Like he's up there dying and that's, Mm -hmm. that's, we're that close to God that when we're sick, so when we're sick, we're so close to God dying on the cross that it's basically touching him when you touch us. Mm -hmm. And his, the pain is his kiss. (sighs) Stop kissing me, Jesus. I'm a, I'm burning with a fever. Yeah. I just want some fucking morphine. (laughs) Get your lips off me, you weirdo. Yeah. It's just fascinating because. I'm always led to believe that the body of Christ is supposed to be one. And if you have a suffering body, then the whole body suffers. And that's not Stop good. Stop using so like, logic. Right? Yeah, no. I know it's logic. But this sounds like somebody that's really twisting their theology into making sure that mm. the more you know people that suffer, the better for her. A religious fan- fanatic twisting theology to you know- make people suffer and gain uh, for their own whims is shocking to me. You know what's yeah, but worse I, it, about it, using it logic? Like, it's using their logic. That's even yeah. worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the it, shitty part. Follow your sounds, own rules, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't want to call it sexual still, but like it sounds very. I don't know. I mean, you could have said she was flicking her bean earlier, but now you're well, saying yeah, no one is. She was. Yeah, she totally was flicking her bean to this. This is like I don't know. It's so gross that like yeah, you're twisting everything into mm. making sure that people. Uh oh. Her yeah. When you're getting her, yeah her intention was not to fight poverty it was to use poverty to get her spiritual high from the suffering 
of mm-hmm. the destitute and dying. You know, she she was trying to, you know, move people through the yep. the death house so that she could save more. Um, and saving them doesn't he mean like helping souls. them or doing anything. It's just you know, yeah, you're just putting up them numbers. That's terrifying to think about. The more wow. Yeah, because there are some people that the view like being saved that way, like how like yeah. how many souls can I take to heaven with me? That'll make me more righteous when I get there. And if she's probably one of those kind of people, it make more sense too. Or like, oh, they're not that sick, you know. But put them in here anyway. That's a soul. Yeah. That's another person. You know what I mean? We can't do anything because we're that not kinda... going to spend money because we said we weren't going to spend money, even though we have money, but we're not going to spend it because we said we weren't going to spend money. We agreed we weren't going to spend money. Mm-hmm. So. You, you're here. I'm not going to send you to the hospital for antibiotics. What I'm going to do, I'm going to pray. You're welcome. Yeah, man. Money, I please. Feel, I feel like the, the souls, like counting this, counting the, like keeping track of the souls, that kind of puts it more into like a not understandable mm-hmm. perspective, but kind of maybe that's where her mind was. It makes yeah. it more palatable, oh, I guess. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Missionaries of Charity was the recipient of hundreds of millions of dollars in the form of donations, awards, and charity. So she she would show up for an award if there was money involved. She would she of would course. show up. Um, the lack of any records or audit makes it very hard to know how the money was spent. Well, I'm sure. Um, using a small portion of the large amount of money collected under Mother Teresa, the minis- Missionaries of Charity was successfully running close to 700 foundations in 133 countries. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I had that backwards earlier. I said it had like 144, but it's that's the country. So it's actually more. Um, they had 4,500 sisters and thousands of lay workers and volunteers under the order. Um, how many well-equipped hospitals or schools were built by Mother Teresa that could actually help the sick or alleviate poverty? Yeah. Zero. Oh, man. This doesn't seem odd when one realizes that the original motives of Mother Teresa are proselytizing and converting, not comforting the poor or alleviating the pain and suffering of the ill. The reality is that Mother Teresa was not a saint, but a cult leader and a religious fundamentalist. She could have made a difference with the funds available to her, but instead chose dogma instead of compassion. On one side, she asked sisters under her to avoid spending money on the poor, but at the same time, shamelessly accepted obscene amounts of money from dictators and criminals, including Jean-Claude Baby Doc Duvalier. Oh my God. I thought you were going to say Jean-Claude Van Damme. There. So, so did I. Would. Whoa. Woo. No. Do, do not also... beseech him. Did you see uh, this baby? Yeah. <laughs> I kicked it through the wall. She also took you want to see me do splits? This baby's Keep not sick. <laughs> I love it. Um, she took money from Charles Keating. Again, someone we're going to talk about. And Robert Maxwell. Um she pleaded humility to the general public in doing her work and yet would unironically presumptuously claim to speak directly on behalf of God and the poor. Oh, and the mm-hmm. poor. Oh, she spoke and the for poor. them too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very really cool. cool. So she took advantage of them, killed them, hurt them, 
and uh, spoke for them. She no, they're okay with these. She didn't kill them. She just let them die in agony. Oh, True. that's Divine. that's like that's like when you don't tell your wife something and then it really fucks up your relationship and you're like and they're like you lied for me and you're like I just didn't tell you about it. Yeah, I just actively <laughs> kept that secret. That's not a lie. It was yeah. just an active choice to not tell. Definitely not a lie. Um, uh, she denied proper medical care for the patients in her homes for the dying yet repeatedly visited some of the most expensive and top rated hospitals in the world for her own treatment for her heart condition later that is insane she got a pacemaker installed she got a pacemaker when she when her order wouldn't allow a kid a kid with a kidney infection to get antibiotics because they didn't want to get antibiotics for everybody I hate how much you put that in a perspective right there. That's really yeah. fucking disgusting, and I hate everything. If I get a pacemaker, then everybody's got to get a Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, they did say that, didn't they? How many, oh. an how many antibiotics can you buy for the cost of a pacemaker? If yes. your heart stops working, isn't that God's will? I don't know. Whatever. Oh my God! Right? This is God literally saying, "I don't want your heart to beat anymore." Yeah. Uh, I mean, how many? Like, nope. Just kidding, Jesus. How, how many Christian males uh, rely on things like Viagra and yeah. those types of drugs? If Jesus in, wants your dick to be limp, that's that's on you, buddy. In the defiance, the fuck it of is. God. That's the one goddamn thing I'm gonna go to bat for with Jesus. I'm gonna take this blue pill, and you're gonna send me the devil for it. You fucking do it. <laughs> that's my that's my hill I die on. Please make that a TikTok, please. <laughs> Just with a picture of Donald Trump holding out a blue pill. Yeah. I'm gonna take <laughs> this and I'll give a fuck. <laughs> gonna send me to hell for it, so be it. Yeah. Not a Jesus I want to party with. Uh, Mother Teresa didn't defend or deny accusation because a lot of these accusations came out while she was still alive, <laughs> and she didn't ever like claim. She didn't claim otherwise in practice. Uh, she confirmed her ide ideology about the glorious and beautiful virtues of suffering. Um, oh, my God. There is nothing glorious or beautiful about suffering of anybody. And to have that belief is appalling. It's morally repugnant and sadistic. Jesus Christ, I can't believe people canonized her. Uh Mother Teresa created a dogmatic and cult-like foundation that collected millions of dollars for decades in the name of charity and helping the poor, but the money was not spent on them in any way that I can find. I would love, if they have, I would love more information if anybody knows. Um, instead, what the, the inmates usually got was to hear the good news from the sisters. As Mother Teresa once said, The first thing they ask for is not for bread or clothes, even though they often are dying of hunger and are naked. They ask us to teach them the word of God. People are hungry for God. That's why sometimes when we do communion, we let them do seconds. Because we're like, here's a second cracker. You're so no, hungry that's... for Jesus. No, that's, that's, that's storing food for later. Absolutely not. Yes, you only have enough for the, the day. They try to put the second one in their cheek like a fucking chipmunk, and I say, "Just spit that out." <laughs> it, it's and, like it's like when the like the Operation Blessing and like those uh, those Christian 
um, Samaritans first. Yeah, humanitarian aid places shows shows up at like genocides and stuff like that, and they hand out Bibles. Yeah, for mm. for their quote unquote humanitarian aid. Well, maybe that's the right uh, thing to do. What else do the poor and the hungry want except for delicious burning material, mouth watering religious fundamentalism? Can you imagine? I'm, no, I'm sure that those people when they walked in, they probably walked up with like you know hot food and warm blankets and they probably smacked that shit out of their hands like give me the no. bible what yeah. the fuck is this i gotta take a shit in front of some other dudes give me the bible i need what a the, wipe what the fuck is this you trying to give me clothes this is a jesus says love <laughs> <laughs> um, three-fourths okay. of my family's dead i don't have any clothes or food nowhere to live my my homeland is gone. I need a Bible. Read me the Old Testament so I can feel better. <laughs> Let's read Job. Yeah, then we'll then we'll feel better and grateful for what we got. <laughs> you guys glitched out there for a minute. Can you hear me? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we we were just we were riffing. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, oh, we're good. My oh, thank you. My it's I have That's a big right. thing on my screen that says your internet connection is unstable, and it's like yeah, so am I, bitch. What's new? <laughs> Uh, okay, so let's let's close it out with okay. a really great study published by Canadian researchers in March of 2013. Okay. So three years before her canonization in 2016, I believe. Mm. Uh, it analyzed 287 documents and covering 96% of literature of on the life of mother Teresa and concluded that the humanitarian image of the saint of Calcutta is a media orchestrated myth. Oh. If mother Teresa worked within the medical field, she would have been sued for all the money she ever collected in the name of poverty. Oof. But because her work is under the blanket of religion, she gets a free pass from the rest of the world, including posthumous recognition from governments worldwide and wow. many different awards like the presidential medal of freedom the nobel peace prize that weird prize she got from that cult leader all sorts of different things um joel osteen <laughs> i bet he has good things to say um we all have people in our lives that inspire us to be ethical better human beings but in the rush to idolize, let's be sure that our admiration and respect are not devoted to people who do not deserve it. Because I do not believe this woman deserves the praise that she gets. Mm -hmm. I Absolutely. think that yeah. she was irresponsible and cruel um, based off of everything I've read. Now, again, I am not Chaz. I am not the researcher Chaz is. Oh, no, but this is job. my own, this amazing. is my research and I understand that I am fallible and what have you and I'm open to if anyone wants to tell me what give me something else to yeah. read about her fantastic if you're listening to this and you're like you're absolutely wrong about xyz email us at xcompod at gmail.com yeah. um from what I've read though I'm not I'm not a fan not a big fan yeah. Yeah. not a big fan hmm. all right how we doing, guys? That's de I don't know, Good. man. This just sounds like typical leftism. You know, you just hating. Mm -hmm. I thought we we're supposed to be. I thought the left <laughs> were supposed to love and accept. You just written hate. Yeah, I, I'm I, sipping on the haterade. Yeah. But somebody <laughs> donated it, and I had to get rid of it today because I can't store shit for later. So I had Yo. to sip on the haterade. <laughs> yeah, uh, it sounds like a lot of mythology. 
mythologizing of like Christopher Columbus, and now yeah. slowly after years have gone, it's you know it's, it's more a modern age thing where people are like, hey, maybe that wasn't such a good thing, right. or they weren't such a good person. Mm-hmm. Um, that's funny that you mentioned uh, the christopher columbus thing because uh when i was upstairs talking to my kid earlier they were like what are you guys talking about today and i said mother Teresa," and they're like oh i thought that was a good person i said it's kind of like christopher columbus <laughs> yeah yeah it really is uh, and she's yeah. like so, they were like they were like what do you mean and i was like you know like selling people and murder and all that great stuff rape yeah like, oh. it just you know <laughs> just passively letting people die in agony while you have yeah. the means and uh allegedly the motive to change that but you don't yeah i mean did anybody I'm... else think that carmen was a piece of shit before we dove into him like a huge no. piece of shit no so yeah mm-hmm. yeah I... it's uh it's always a good feeling when we can finish these and be like wow a lot of things that i thought before are not the things i think now yeah well yeah. honestly i'm kind of glad that i didn't know a lot about her where i didn't have like this giant opinion about her and shit like that like the Carmen one, like that affected me a little bit more on a personal level because I had a huge opinion of the guy. This one is upset. Sorry, me I fucked di- up your toilet. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> this one, this one just like fuck, fucks me up on a different level because it angers me to a degree where it's like the whole fucking world dropped the ball here. Everyone was giving this woman money. Everyone yeah. was praising this woman. She was an icon. They she was canonized on her. She's a saint now. Right. People and, pray to her. Can you imagine a narcissist resting more peacefully than when people are praying to them? Yeah. What's she the saint of? What's she the saint of? I oh man, it's the the second stuff, right? Saint Teresa of Calcutta. She her sainthood is because like a a beam of light came from a picture of her to some ladies long. It's a that's a lot. We'll go over. But she what's she the paint? I think the question is like what what is she the patron saint of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that the gutter of Calcutta. Oh, okay. And then they call her the, also the patron saint of the gutter. Um, oh, it's nothing like, like yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's nothing complimentary. It's like a mob name, which is what she should have, the gutter. <laughs> oh, guys, watch out! The gutter's coming back to town. Hey, what you doing? What you doing? Why'd you give that boy a? Why'd you put the brace on that boy? Why'd you read the Bible? Read the Bible. No books. No books. The gutter sounds like a really unfortunate nickname that a promiscuous girl would gain in high school. And maybe that's just my own life experience. Maybe that's talking. the way she was in the Vatican. Maybe she got around. Maybe yeah, she knows? was. That's the whole reason she was. Maybe getting she all earned that limo. Yeah, man. Maybe she was called the gutter because she was the Pope's gutter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gutter butter. Emptying it out oh, yeah. all in the gutter. Yeah. Um, hey, Teresa, so- when you're going to come over, I got to get in that gutter. <laughs> <laughs> It's a still healing from last time. It's a still healing. Good job not getting misogynistic this time. I want to lay down in your gutter and you can dump your trash water on me. Um, And well, okay, here's another bummer for me because this is one of the few women I was raised in the church to be able to uh, unapologetically admire. Oh, you Mm. you can like Mother Teresa. Woman, you're allowed to like. She's not problematic. She's not like that Joyce Meyer who wears slacks like she's a, she's a proper woman yeah. and now to learn that she's not nice is yeah. hard because it's like oh well well i'm i'm i don't think her currency was money Mm-mm. i think her currency was more of the ego and the fame and this she was making like money great yeah i know but like it's a, the sound of it, it doesn't seem like she 
went on these extravagant vacations and bought new. We don't know that. You know, she never got her yeeks put in, and she we never. Don't know that. I mean, just by looking at it and like looking at what, yeah, she wore a very long robe. Very you true. Never know. She might have been, been fixed. Yeah. <laughs> right. Underneath that robe, that body be banging, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, but like the car thing, and like there's, there's obvious, like we don't have, like, like it's not like a Joel Osteen where you look at this opulent lifestyle outside of church. Uh, where it's something that you can be yeah. like, yo, look know, at man. that shit, you know? I think a um, lot of it was super performative, but again, when I, it yeah. mattered, she was not afraid to spend money on herself. She went to oh, like, I think Switzerland yeah. or somewhere to get her pacemaker placed. Oh, yeah. She wasn't like... I think she was spending money all the time, and it was just hidden. I don't believe yeah. that she was not doing that shit. The way that she hurt these people and was cool with it, and yeah, I just got I, off on it, and I and no one knows where the money is. I'm telling you, behind the scenes, man, she was probably fucking spending that money all over the place, going to restaurants, <laughs> staying at places. I, I just, I just think she got more off on the fame and yeah, yeah, the, for sure, in the pain. Yeah. Um. Then None the of it's money. great. Like though. I think the money was just second or third, third, right. third, whatever you want to say in the line. I think the fame and the ego stroking and the pain were the top two things. Yeah, I agree um, with that. And as as we close things out today, I would just like to say again, for the record, that I don't know how Chaz does this every week. Uh, (laughs) This took me forever to write and it was very stressful. And my husband has been mocking me continuously about like, haven't you been working on that for like two years? To which I'm like, go finish your fucking dissertation, bro. So like, I felt like that so, was a pretty sick part. Right? He's like, oh, touche. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah part, he literally did. My, he was like, damn, girl. <laughs> part of my mental illness is I get fucking, you know, hyper fixated on things. Yeah. And like, I think I we get, all have that. I, I just dive yeah. into like minutia and like meta yeah. and like what the like trying to figure out as much as i can as quickly as possible yeah and then yeah. trying to process that as quickly as possible and then i'm like okay well now i can now i have an avenue to do this and put it on put it down on something and so it's it, it's worked out but yeah um your time management it, skills impress me sir yeah well both of you oh, thank you both of you have oh, no, yeah, much better no, time no, management no, no, skills no, than no, i do no. Dude, donovan yes you do donovan oh my god you do a lot you don't of things understand though you don't understand i'm the one of the reasons my mental health is the way it is because i literally <laughs> put everything else off to the last second in my life uh, bro, <laughs> like, I finished. Here, I finished. I, I just remember something else I gotta 9:48. do. I finished this script at 9:48. We started recording at 10 o'clock. Like I get it, but you still get it done, which is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course problem. not. No. Well, thank you to both of you. I really appreciate it, uh, Chrissy. Great job. I Hell can't wait yeah. to hear what we have next week uh, with Mother Teresa and dive in yeah. more. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about the financials, more about like the people um, she took money from unapologetically. Oh, that's um, my, up right up my avenue. And uh, also how she got made a saint and um, my my thoughts on why. Okay, um, awesome. But spoiler awesome. alert, I think it's because the church was losing members and she was popular. Yeah. That sounds good. very good. Yeah, sounds like a great possibility. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you guys. Join us next week when we dive back into Mother Teresa. Um, into the gutter. Yeah. Uh, give us your thoughts. 
Um, Who uh, said that out loud? Yeah. <laughs> Join our Patreon, everyone. Please. We would love to have you. Uh, we have levels from 3 to $10. Um, and uh, we have access to a Discord. And, you know, we have a lot of good times in there. Um, and the Patreon people on meetups. our Discord are super cool. Yep. They're actually a lot cooler than us. We've had a lot of conversations about how rad those people are. So yeah. come join. If not just yeah. for us, but for like the other cool people that for some reason yeah. hang out with us. I told you that yeah. in confidence. What are you telling the whole audience? And if not, if you can't join us there, we understand it. But could you please share the podcast or uh you know give us a five star or whatever you feel like but five stars would be nice on your favorite platform five that stars will probably get you into heaven I mean, yeah absolutely i heard yeah, that so it's a low love, bar yeah yeah man we would love that um if you, but, eat, if uh, you eat jesus's skin why not just leave a five-star review <laughs> seriously if you can do that do the other um, less cannibalistic than christianity <laughs> That's our new catchphrase. Yeah, that's it. You got it. Less cannibalistic. I love it. But uh, you can follow me. And it's just Mother me. Teresa eating a baby. You got it. AI, I'm coming. <laughs> uh, you can follow me at ChazXCure or 17 underscore seconds. Uh, you can follow the podcast on all platforms at XCOMPOD, or you can just go to XCOMPOD.com and get all the links there. Um, yeah. you can listen to my other podcast uh, The Holy Hour where Gavin and Tony and I talk all things Cure related Donovan do you have some music for us uh, I have a, a movie suggestion I want everyone to go watch Pearl and X and watch it in that order because it's more fun that way I think uh, Pearl... watch X first You, I see I disagree because Pearl's the prequel one reason but then also just yeah. the the, the uh, the feeling of it because you get the experience yeah. why pearl becomes pearl and you like it's beautiful the shot and then the next one's like gritty and horror and x it, is it was just the so. it's just how they were released wasn't it wasn't x released first yeah, first yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah so yeah that's so. why i'm usually that way that's what i did i watched x and then yeah. pearl but after i watched them i was like kind of wish i watched pearl first what yeah. are we talking about right now i'm uh, so sorry i know we agreed we'd pay movies. attention no, but which ones? Is it Saw X? Saw X? No, 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 no. It's just called X. It's got Mia and... Goth, that movie that came out in 2000, 2022. Uh, those kids, like those younger people that go to make a porno on a barn and then a couple of them get murdered. And then the sequel came out a few years later. Or actually the same year, I think it came out. Yeah. Pearl. And that was called Pearl. So... And it's like a prequel. It's rude. Yeah. They're so good. Those are the, that's yeah. the one I was talking about in my... Uh, forgiveness those movies yeah. are okay. fucking yeah. phenomenal but pearl but yeah I, my my brain pearl thought is... it was x that saw x so no, i no, yeah, no. sorry i've no. gave up on those movies a long time yeah. ago but there's a there's a there's a monologue in pearl where uh she like like uh her sister-in-law is telling her like oh well you pretend that i'm your husband who's off at war and you tell me everything that's been bothering you and it's near the end of the movie so she just tells her like everything she's done like murder and shit but it's eight and a half minutes and it's one single shot and this chick mia got yeah. This this woman, she just fucking kills it, dude. I like okay. I could not take my eyes off the screen. Then. And she's like All crying right. and she's like talking about like why like loneliness and shit. Like you yeah. just feel empathy for a murderer. It's fucking crazy. I love that movie so much. So yeah, yeah go watch that. Pearl. Yeah. Okay. Uh I wanna say Clifton uh got me to fucking got under my fucking skin because he posted something about his top 100 albums i saw that and, and i was just like <laughs> well now i gotta do that for myself so i was I'm thinking in the about doing that but now that you're doing it i think i might too i hate you. i'm in the midst of doing it so i i've almost processed all of the stuff i have on my computer and that i can think of 
um, and uh, I'm at like 130 right now. So it's a matter of just cutting yeah. down. There are really, so oh. few albums that I will listen to from start to finish. Oh no, that's the no, same with me. Yeah. So I might be able. To, yeah. I don't know. I'm a man. song person, not an album. I don't uh, know. Yeah, yeah. Other than Disintegration by The Cure, I don't know if there's an album that I listen well, to to start from. Maybe Super Rad by the Aquabats too. That's you, man. Well, I know. That's I listen- the thing is that I I can't like I only included I think two or three Cure albums because if not like a third of it would be like Cure albums, I guess. So. I can't really do that, so it, it's it's getting I mean, challenging. You can. Now, it's your so. list. No, I can't. Whatever the fuck yeah. you want. So I'm trying to be fair to other music. So the only oh, one that's okay. coming but to I'm mind just... for me is the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. I don't skip a single song on that album. The oh, Chronic man. 2001. I can do all of those without. Oh yeah, there's okay Camp and uh, because the Internet by Childish Gambino. Those are two more. Really? That I never skip yep. anything. Those are good ones. Yep. Oh man. All right. Um, enter the 36 chamber. <laughs> no, I have that to... on here. That's Nobody needs list. to hear anything Hell else yeah. from me this episode, so we can just skip me because I've been talking this whole fucking time. You can just um, name a book. Just name a book. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, Here. I just started it, and it is so nice. And okay, I don't know about anybody else, but watching all of the scary movies that I watched uh-huh. uh, during spooky season has been a, a little bit stressful for me. <laughs> mm. <laughs> sounds like uh, danielle <laughs> i like i went into it i i liked it i did it on purpose but now that uh now that spooky season is done i'm like i need uh maybe like i need like a warm hug and that's Christmas what this movies this yeah soon Don't not until it. after thanksgiving there's there's rules mm. but this is uh this book i just started listening to it because i got it uh i had an audible credit but oh, it's yeah. called The House Witch by, okay. I can't fucking read it, Matthew Wolf. God damn, why they make this text so small? Um, <laughs> it, it's nice. It's about a male witch. He is the cook for a, a royal family. It's like like fantasy old school. And it's just oh, nice. Cool. It's just really nice. You know, yeah, everybody everybody's story. happy. Like, he has some struggles getting people to go along with the things he wants to do, like hand washing. But everybody comes around. I'm only about halfway full, but so far I'm halfway through the book. But so far I'm just like, okay, all right. This sounds is like, very cool. Sounds like Benson with witches. <laughs> I love Benson. Peace be with you. And with your holy. And everybody say. I like my looks. I like my personality. a wonderful quote did you hear it no what was it it's uh, a beautiful death is for people who live like animals to die like angels loved and wanted i heard that and then i was gonna chime in with the nine inch like i want to fuck you like an animal but i uh i want uh, to feel you from the inside <laughs> <laughs> so what is it what is what is what is the what's the fucking words to that? I don't even remember anymore. You bring me closer to God. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> they want to see God. She wants to see God fuck them like an animal. Yeah, man. Fuck me. I ripped apart my insides. <laughs> oh, this song is making me horny. <laughs> That's a duet right there. Help me get Definitely. away from my shelf. I want to <laughs> fuck you like an animal. I'm sick of hearing that I'm a victim. It's not the cure, it's a fuck.